Hello and welcome to the First Issue Club comic book podcast, where each and every week we read the number one first issues, we review them, we rate them, and you join us in the club every week. A welcome back is in order. Yeah, I'm back. I just want to hug your face and pinch your <laughs> cheeks till they're rosy red. It's good to be back. Sorry for being gone so long. This is Budget King. This is Mike D. We're here, two of us, two two dudes talking to comics. Two dudes. <laughs> I don't know why I was like immediately, two dudes is a jingle. Or it demands one. It, feel, it feels like a jingle. Okay. Um, yeah, I've been gone for a minute. It was like, you know, the December-ish blues, the January, you know, New Year mm-hmm. vacation, all that kind of stuff. Been finding myself, been on some... Uh, t- discovery trips, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> soul searching, yeah, soul searching. Um, this this episode, just so those everybody knows here, is raw in yeah. the flesh, right? Yeah, straight to the. We cooked it and just served it out there. You were busy. You were traveling. Greg couldn't record. Has a little bit of a Omicron hit everybody. You know, not not that he has Omicron. Well, we haven't confirmed, and in fact, we've only confirmed he doesn't have it. But who <laughs> the fuck knows anymore? I know. I feel like anyone that's been sick lately, I'm like, you got croned. You did, yeah. And you know, it's okay. I guess it's going to be like the chicken pox this wave, at least. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's next for us? Yeah. So uh, this week we are covering bylines in blood, an aftershock book. Um. So um. That'll be the book we do. There's a there's a handful of other books that came out. Um, List them. Did you read any of them? I don't think so. I read a ton of books the last couple of days. Avid listeners will know that I do monthly shipments on my comics. Yes. So I have like a Christmas once a month where I get a box full of like 60 comic books. And then I spend the entire weekend like just crushing comics. So... I have a hard time keeping track of like what was last week's, what was three weeks ago. I don't know. I've read a bunch of comics. Okay, lately. I'll name some number ones and maybe you read them. Okay. Did you read the Darkhold Omega? <laughs> I did not buy Darkhold Omega. It's a, like a Marvel event thing that will not matter. Yeah, by uh, Steve Orlando. Yeah. So, uh, did you read Monkey Meat? I bought it, but I haven't read it. That's a Juni Ba. Yeah. Uh, Image comic that looks cool. Any punk rock image looking comic I buy, I just haven't read it yet. It was great. Was it? Okay. Yeah. It was like Ren and Stimpy meets like the Communist Manifesto. Oh, I'm so in. It's <laughs> <laughs> the Communist Manifesto. Great. Uh, did you read The Fourth Man on uh, AWA Upshot? I have it. Have not read it yet. It's like I a- love the cover. Yeah. Do you know the premise? It, I'm assuming it's like a whole, like the cover is a parody of like a horror poster. So I'm I'm guessing it's horror. Yeah, it's like used cars dealer murder. Uh, okay, like thing. Yeah, the thing. P- poster or sorry, yeah, the cover has like a crazy noodle guy. Yeah, from those him. waving machines. Yeah, and uh, and I think the other book that was probably big was the Batman. The next iteration of Batman came out. I don't know what that is. Uh, just like the, how would I miss a Batman thing? Well, it's I I, I want to say number two, but it's actually like one nineteen. Oh, got it. Well, 118 started the new arc. Yeah. And then 119, that Batman book came out, which is like, we're going to get some real history on who who Abyss is. Right. We covered 118 like a month ago. Right. And then 119 comes out, and then Abyss comes, and all that kind of stuff. Yes. I'm very excited to read that. haven't cracked it yet. So herein lies my news. Okay. Did you know that last Wednesday, every single 
DC book that came out had one thing in common? No. You want you do you know it or do you not know? You I, I don't know. Is this a, like a riddle? Kind of. <laughs> Batman. Batman was the only series, their spin-offs that came out. Batman was in either the star or in every single book that came out last Wednesday. That almost doesn't surprise me. <laughs> There's too many Batman things. It's coming up all Batman for DC. They let got me, one thing they're betting on. Let me go on record and say too much Batman stuff. Too much, but yeah, Batgirls, some Batman and Robin, the the Chosen One or something like that, the Riddler or the the Joker one, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. All this Batman shit. They DC has like you know if you're this you might get this because you invest in cryptocurrency if I all do not. of your let money- me just be clear <laughs> i'm not a crypto bro if all of your money was in, th- in ethereum like it might sound like a good bet some weeks but it's gonna rob <laughs> you the next week <laughs> i know that i know, so I know hopefully we're going on batman hiatus <laughs> next week is what you're saying i i can't handle this like i I'm a fan of Batman, but there's only so many damn titles I can buy. And especially like all the like 12 issue series that they do lately and some of them I think are limited and then they just keep going and going. Way too much stuff. It's to me it seems like it's not sustainable, but I guess it all sells and it's just worth it for them to just keep inundating you with Batman stories. I mean, it does sell. And then there's like you get to be your fan of the version of, of not Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I'm kind of a Robin guy. Yeah, right. I'm a Joker guy. Totally. Yeah, I'm really into the Penguin. What's the Marvel equivalent <laughs> of this? Wolverine? But at any given... Oh, I'll say at any given time, there's like 10 different Batman or Batman world books. There's not that of Wolverine. Yeah. I mean, maybe X-Men. X- yeah, but that would say that would be like saying the Justice League for DC, right? But I don't think there's near as many Justice League books as there are X-Men books. Correct. There's about as many Batman books as there are X-Men books. Yes. But the if X- I had to put a character on par, it would be Spider-Man. Right. Spider-Man is as popular as Batman. He was in uh, your your Dark Hold Omega book, by the oh, way. Oh, God. Now i got to <laughs> pick it up. Um, yeah. Batman has a lot. Or sorry. Spider-Man has a lot of things going on for him. But not near as many spin-offs and titles as Batman. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say X-Men. Okay. Yeah, I I I mean it's weird cuz X-Men is not one character, mm-hmm. so it's uh you, but you're right. Although here's the other thing. X-Men is a lot harder to get into that Batman's like just generic. Like you can you can enter it. I agree. I think that's some of the allure of X-Men is that it feels like it's a club. Right. And you want to be on the inside of the club. <laughs> <laughs> like crypto, which is kind of why you're into that. Oh my god, I love it. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you about the co- the coin of the week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're you're, every, every you're also into issue, all coins. Yeah, every first issue club we have a, a Bitcoin coin of the week. <laughs> or I guess oh. crypto. Uh, now no, you're it's, learning. It's, it's that the same I'm... thing. There we go. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. would love people. Oh man, people would flock if we if we had an embedded like little coin mm-hmm. altcoin that we could recommend them to. Yeah. Great. Speaking of altcoins, uh, did you get any good Christmas presents? <laughs> <laughs> Comic related. No, but I was thinking of treating myself to a couple things. Hear me out. No, oh, let's hear it. Um, there's an alias omnibus that came out in December. Okay. And that was one of those things that like took forever 
for them to reprint it. And so it was always one of those things on eBay. The omnibus cost way too much money. Right. Which are uh, oddly, I think a lot of those large omnibus books are good investments. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can resell them for a decent amount of money. And they're fun to read. They are fun. That's the best way to read a comic is to just crush it all in a row. My only complaint is, as a person storing comics, Mm -hmm. where do you put the giant-ass hardback books? Like, you have to have have bookshelves. Yeah. (laughs) I know. This is a conundrum. I mean, we're already running out of space as it is. Right. I can at least throw these in, like, a guest room or something. Yeah. I've got a bookshelf in my guest room that I put this stuff. Yeah. Which is going to just turn into your hardback yeah. room. And then I've been tooling around with buying Captain Marvel number one. Not Sorry, not Captain Marvel number one. Miss Marvel, Ms. Marvel number, number one. Number one, number one. Yeah. 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 I'm a big Carol Danvers fan. That's not the first appearance of Carol. She appeared in, like, a Captain Marvel featured book Mm -hmm. as a non-superhero but her first appearance as a hero is miss marvel number one i like that you've been been thinking about buying it you've been also toying around with this uh gerard way uh yes uh, national anthem is that what it's called i think so okay it's a book that i've always been interested in but like never picked up i thought it was like something like lost boys or something like that it doesn't matter last boys is a vampire movie (laughs) hand over your nerd card and then you got a, uh, you got a, you got your vinyl. Um, oh, I finally got what's the furthest place from here? Yeah. What's the name of that book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, vinyl record that they released with the first issue, which uh, I pre-ordered like <laughs> a year ago almost, <laughs> and it finally came. So it's like a Joyce Ma- Joyce Manor and like and one other the guy, the lead singer from Jets to Brazil. Yeah. So they're. They're doing these 45 singles, and both sides of the 45 have a different song on it, and they're getting legit artists to do Joyce Manor tracks is for these. nothing to fuck with. No, yeah. and neither is Jets to Brazil. Yeah, so. well, I think, a, sadly, one of the members died a co- I could be wrong. Oh, I, really? I, I, yeah, doesn't matter, but... It, so, it's emo-inspired. In, in any case, yeah, they're doing kind of like emo, indie, cool, 90s rocker guy mm-hmm. stuff, which is kind of the vibe of the comic book. I love that they're doing 45s and records for it. It's, it seems like something that a lot of different comics try to incorporate music somehow and fail miserably at it. And this seems to be working so far. They've had a vinyl release or pre-order for every single issue so far up to four. And they're all colored vinyl. If you get them on pre-orders most places from previews, you can get them for $10. I've so, ordered all of them and have, have not received a single one yet. Yeah. Um, here's the thing about this. I like As a person who casually buys vinyl mm-hmm. and maybe listens to it, yeah. I'm like, I love this because I'm actually going to listen to the track. Yeah, you have to be really intentional about listening to music when you buy a record. Right. But here I'm like, oh, I, I want to hear that. Yeah, and it's like seems like I should actually listen to it on on vinyl. Now, I can I haven't heard them, but it it'll say like the track and says like inspired by. So does that reference in the comic like they're doing a version of the song, or is it just like, is it original material? Not that this matters, but now I think it's well. I bet you anything, knowing the music industry <laughs> as I do, <laughs> I'm I'm betting you anything that it's just like a, a B-side, B-side that, that they, have. they had around and they were like, we're big fans, can you do something so for So I thought project? the same thing, but they say like, 
when you look at the track listing, mm-hmm. it says like inspired by. So it made me think it was an original track, just the way oh, that they okay. wrote it, which I'm like, how the f- hell did they uh, afford that? That seems insane. It does seem insane. Unless the person who wrote this is somehow connected in the music industry and just knows a lot. So of like all these indie labels and, and we shit? just don't know. Yeah. You that could I, be it. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, if I'm Joyce Manor, I'm not like, oh God, I, I gotta, I gotta be on an Image comic vinyl. <laughs> Do we need to go over why we're music guys? Oh, we should. Have we, we ever covered this we wanna, on the podcast? Want to rehash this? We've because never talked we ta- about this. We talk about music a lot, and maybe sometimes to the detriment of the podcast. I think so. I think yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That people are like, shut up and it'd be like, get to comic It'd be like books. if we talked about golf and they'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck did I sign up for? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we could talk about it. We, we've talked about it on the Patreon a little bit. Yeah. We have a friendship uh-huh. because uh, we were both music bros in Kansas City. Yeah. I had a record label. You were in a band. Yep. We met at a Showcase. Uh, hey, hey, and listeners, you tell me what's cooler. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. Playing an instrument is way cooler than <laughs> than throwing your uh, high school graduation money at an LLC. <laughs> oh, man. You didn't sign me, though. Uh, we would. We certainly tried, I think. I think you were no, too cool. I don't think so. We weren't going... Uh, well, I mean... That wasn't the route you were going. Uh, you were I'm li- in a, I was a genre that I regret. You were in a little you were a little aggressive for yes. what we thought was gonna print uh, no. cash. You <laughs> you were signing bands that are were getting great reviews on Pitchfork. I I was a fart in the wind to Pitchfork. <laughs> uh, but I did open for some okay bands. Did you? Yeah, yeah. no, I know you did. Mm-hmm. I, I was a fan of your band. Yeah. Let me rattle some off for you. <laughs> I know. I I could I try? Go ahead. Uh, the President of the United States of America. A1 with a bullet. Uh, Probably the f- most popular band we opened for. Taking Back Sunday? Yes. I would say they're more popular. Than Presidents of the United States of America? Yes, by far. Do they ever, like, chart or anything? Absolutely, I bet. Taking Back Sunday charted. I would have to imagine, yes. Nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Um, here's, that- the, here's the craziest one. Really, really, really early on Thursday. Oh, really? That there yes. you go. Before yeah. they were famous, this was like we played at a little punk venue in Kansas City called the El Torion, which no longer the building's still there, but it's not like a rock venue anymore. Right. Um, and in the summer when I was in high school, still we opened for them, and then they fucking blew up like four months later. That's huge. Yeah. They're on a comeback tour. We don't need to get that weird into music. Uh, Melt Banana. Oh, there you go. The Hell yeah. Get Up Kids. Oh, of course. Hometown Reggie Heroes. and the Full Effect. Did you do Coheed? Never Coheed and Cambria, okay. no. That would have been a comic, a little comic uh, yeah, crossover for it you. It would have. <laughs> no, uh, no My Chem? Not My Chemical Romance. The Queers. Okay. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I went to a show where My Chem opened- for um, every time I die and some other band, they were like, "That's so fucking crazy!" Isn't that insane? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just like the goth emo band that everybody was like, "This doesn't fit the bill." Yeah, right. Little did they know. So shout out to all of our, um, I guess, hipsters that yeah. graduated between <laughs> the new millennium and two thousand five. Right. You're. 
you're right there with us on this stuff. Yeah, and actually, <laughs> if if you were into this, then uh-huh. this is the you should join the Patreon for this week only. We're gonna go through the uh, Spotify wrapped list of uh, your favorite uh, comic book heroes. Oh yeah, so what would they listen to on on their Spotify wrapped? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So each and every week we got a Patreon. We do something special on there. That's what we're going to be doing this week. We also don't want to forget that this podcast is sponsored by the tastiest beer on earth, <laughs> Boulevard Brewing Company's Space Camper Cosmic IPA. Oh yeah, baby! Beautifully hoppy, wonderfully tasty. Yep, it'll get you through any reading experience, any experience you don't want to be at, or any experience you want to uh, ratchet up a little bit. Hey, and I'll I'll give another shout out for our Patreon. If you're a Patreon member, you can join our Discord. And on our Discord, I gave some secret history about this beer. It's it's closely tied to Marvel and some comic books. Really? Do you remember? Do you remember that conversation? I do there's vaguely. A, there's a secret history to the Cosmic IPA that's comic book related. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Can we? Shh, we can't shh, say that. Shh, okay, no, we can't say that. I didn't realize that. Only people on the Discord are allowed to know okay. because we trust them. Yeah, that Discord's <laughs> fun, man. I love having it up. I'm a I'm a rare. Uh, yeah, you you r- pop in and pop out very rarely. Mm-hmm. You're one of those. What do they call the people? A on lurker. A, yeah, yeah, you're a lurker. But uh, doesn't mean I don't partake. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cool. Well, it's good to be back in the saddle, back in the pod. This is the thing that keeps me going. We have an aftershock book this week. Without this podcast, we have nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you know, you got jobs, you got kids, you got families, but mm-hmm. podcasts are the real juice that gets you going. Just totally. ask Rogan, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> so formal. Yeah. Wait, I mean, he's got to tell you. What has he got going for him? Podcast. Podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. End of list. (laughs) MMA, a little. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Uh, Fear Factor. But that podcast, I would say, is really what? News radio? Bro, you going to eat these spiders or not? (laughs) Uh, uh, Point one out for Bob Saget. Um, 65 years old. We still don't know how he died. uh, Yeah. That's pretty young. He, uh, it is young. It's the age of my father. He uh, tweeted two hours beforehand (sighs) about his show. Yeah. Um, I hope, you know, if it was something sad, like he, you know, overdosed or took his own life, that's super sad. Um, you know what I remember him the most from? Or what do you, what, I mean, everybody says Full House. And of then, course, Full House. But, but do, I, do you I'm, remember he was in that Dave Chappelle movie, um, where he was like, uh, it's like, doctor says I need a bacchiotomy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He had a crazy line in it. And then also Tourette's guy would also always say, uh, the YouTube phenomenon would always say Bob Saget. There's a lot of memeable Bob Saget out there outside of just uh, um, his TV shows, America's Dad, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, you know what's funny is that he was well known for being a crude comic before he got Full House. And I think people think that he went off the deep end in response to being America's Dad uh, and kind of had like a Dustin Diamond freak out and over the top gross out humor, but he he was well established in that prior. Yeah, and I, I think that speaks to like some of the like, you know, him and Gilbert Godfrey were like, oh uh, my god, like just like the lasting, like the, just the bit that he like lived through and just was like always on, and um, the fact that it was just funny he was cast like half the half the bit about full house was that like 
it was funny because they casted him. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, and we're too young to recognize that. But for people who were fans of comedy at the time, like oh, that, I, okay, that was I think part of the in joke on Full House. Yeah, it was like, oh, he's so crude, but he's like Family Guy here. Right. So, well, R.I.P. He's a really funny guy. Yeah. Sad, sad about it. But okay, um, we have an aftershock book. We uh, don't get a lot of aftershock books. Um, too too much these days, but it's, I it's... buy a lot of aftershock number ones and a lot of vault number ones. They're my two like. We're rooting for them. We're rooting for them. Yeah, I probably, I've got a, one short box of aftershock. Do you? Yeah, and then I don't have quite enough to fill an entire short box with a vault. vault. Yeah, but aftershock is definitely there. Vault would be like my NBA equivalent of the Thunder. Where, <laughs> where it's like speaking my language. Yeah. So like they're not the team that they might be the team that's closest to me, but we don't have a team here, and I'm just yeah. like I like them. Like uh-huh. I like Oklahoma City. I want them to win. I like. Yeah. I, I'm rooting for them. Mm-hmm. They're charming. Um, but I like Aftershock too. They they do cool shit. Um, so we have we have a whole book we did in the whole whole episode to bylines in blood. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know what a byline is. Yeah. Um, When you've written an article by so-and-so. Okay. And then blood? Bylines in blood. Oh, no. What is blood? I didn't know. Oh, blood. (laughs) There's... Have you you ever seen... Do you know what a helix is? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, like, imagine that times, like, a billion. Oh. And it makes a liquid. Okay, okay, okay. That's what blood is. Okay. You would write that instead of ink. Yes. You write that in the helixes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. It's a world of uh, t- what is the truth? Oh, uh, truth theorem. <laughs> Which you can't have. You can't paint that world and people not be like, "What's the parallel to today?" I know. This was one of my main conversation points for discussing this book. <laughs> was like, I read the about the creators page so many times, trying to decode. Oh. Whether they were Republicans or Democrats, because I have no clue. But there's so many things in here about truth and the media, and it's like the whole book stems out of the pandemic, right? So it's like here's which okay. I'm glad you mentioned that. I actually love that. that. Yeah, here's the future that the pandemic created, and isn't it like a fucked up worst case scenario future kind of right? or I don't know. It could be worse, I guess. But there, it's it's just a wild place to imagine where things have just gotten out of control and just no one trusts any media outlets worth a lick anymore. Um, and there's even a fake ad once you finish the book. And you read this digitally, correct? Oh, I may have missed the fake ad. There's a fake ad and a faux article once you finish the book from this newspaper that gets referenced a lot throughout the comic book. And the fake ad is for a medicine, and it's a blue pill. And it's kind of like getting blue-pilled and the truth and stuff like that. So I was like, is this book making fun of QAnon, or is this like alt-right true believers, (laughs) like this is the world we want? to live in sort of comic book i don't know i think that it um 
I have no concept. I think it's. It, I think the the authors. There's two of them. Yes. Um, are taking a narrative vacation in the mind of what would it? How would you arrive at that conclusion and yeah. not be a crazy person? Right. And, you can. I'll say you can certainly enjoy this comic regardless. Yeah. But I was just so interested in why these people chose to write this story. You know what I mean? Well, okay. So I had. I thought about this comic book in the context of like coming out on Wednesday and like the uh-huh. doldrums of like January and stuff like that, and how like unfortunately for this book, it's going to get passed over. I'll, d- I'll just say that it's like I don't think it's going to get a ton of hype or love. The authors are like not if they're listening to this podcast, which does happen, uh, not completely <laughs> celebrated to their full worth of what they should be. Um, no, uh, this comic was so good, and you would think that on a week where not a lot of other stuff was happening that a independent number one issue would shine and get picked up a lot more than typical. Right. Not the case. No. People are just not going to their comic shops. I think people are taking breaks right now. Yes. You're like New Year, you're rethinking your budget. And you're rethinking, like all the, this is the the bullshit of like year-end lists. Mm Mm-hmm. Is like as if I love them. I don't know how you feel about them, but I like I O D on them. Yeah. And then like January, you're like, it's my fucking month off. Like it, it, nothing good is gonna come out because I gotta <laughs> wait for a minute, except for uh, the weekends album. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. we can't talk about it. <laughs> All right. Patreon, right? If you want our takes on the new weekend album. Um, and so like, yeah, I it I just looked at this whole week and I was like, oh, monkey, whatever it was, uh-huh. uh, in this book, and then we kind of randomly landed on this book, but this book had everything. Yeah. Um, it had, you know, it, okay. So the, the main thing too, is your, it's, it's noir in, in big time and that like, it's, um, what's that called? A PI mm-hmm. you're following a PI, which is a classic kind of comic book narrative, a whodunit trying to, f- and, and then avenge stuff. But she's a super badass, like black widow esque, like kind of like violent, uh, person. Yeah break some knees, can uh, twirl a gun backwards in case somebody's going to stab her mm-hmm. and shoot them in their nuts. I love that she's Jessica Jones-esque. Yeah, that's a better, yeah. In that she's got this crummy PI office that she falls asleep in and people walk in while she's sleeping and surprise her, yada, yada. And then we find out that she's also from really wealthy parents and she's kind of rejected, like taking money from them and living up to their expectations and stuff like that. So that's we we did a lot of character building in this, and we did a shit ton of world building. When it first dropped us in, I was like, "Whoa, so many things going on!" And I can't get my footing or bearing as to where I'm at. But once I got about five pages in. I really appreciated how they just dropped me in yeah. and let me kind of like absorb and soak in how big and established the world was. Can I tell you that um, I think when an independent book has two authors on it, it almost certainly is going to be written better. Sure. Um, which seems obvious, right? Yeah. But I think the reason is is that independents don't really have the editing protocol that the big two does and people don't self-edit themselves very well not very well especially image books yeah um no offense <laughs> image <laughs> uh so when you have two you have this natural editing relationship yeah that like i felt the dialogue was like although verbose mm-hmm. very smooth yep and like kept you going like and 
and was I thought like witty and fun, yeah, and interesting. Yep. Um, there there is a point at which someone like quotes a philosopher and uses yeah. a, uses a really corny line, very common in comic books sure. and especially like a heady author trying to like show their smarts, but then the lead character immediately shoots them down and is like, come on, we're doing this. We're like quoting <laughs> philosophers now. Like, get your right. head out of your ass. Yeah. Like, I I love that exchange. It it was great. And then the book has like a kind of a, a turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say like 75% of the way in where it has this whole new world that expands on what the world is. Right. Surveillance world or whatever and kind of the juxtaposition to it all. That to me, it was like, oh, I get, this is crazy now. Like, mm-hmm. it did it. I was I kept on comparing it to Brian K. Vaughn's Private Eye. I've I see what you're saying a little bit in, in that just like in the fact that it's like a noir future and that like the independent detective is is like a thing that people assume exists yeah. and stuff like right. in the future. So, yep. um, but uh, yeah, it's, this book like I guess we're having no expectations at all and knowing yeah knowing nothing about it going in was very fun yeah finding out what the book was about i <laughs> the aspect of it i love is that people are starting to buy these like personal drones that follow them around because so much of the book is based on truth and the lens that you see truth through and right the only thing that <laughs> is true is what i believe yeah and the the Population and world has evolved to say, I'm going to have this little hovering ball or a webcam strapped to my shoulder at all times because what I see is true. And if I see it, I want proof. Totally. And you're going to see the world through my lens. Yeah, so uh, in my house, okay, we have five, oh. five Alexas. <laughs> okay. Just kind of weird, right? Uh-huh. I'm sure. I don't know. I don't have a one. But I wonder how would my life be different if I had an Alexa. I I work in the radio industry, yeah. so it's uh, easy for me to have them. Or like I, it's I, it seems like I should have them. Yeah, we're looking into getting like a babysitter to help us with things, mm-hmm. and we increased our surveillance cameras in our house by five yesterday. Wow! Uh, just to have one in every room, mm-hmm. which it just it just occurred to me it was like is this the new so now we're interviewing babysitters from like a website yep and then in in that interview we tell them hey not to be weird we just want to be up front yep. but every room has a camera in it yep that seems like a thing that wouldn't have happened five years like you would have been no. like what the fuck totally but now it just is like just so you know like we're not this house gonna- is basically the big brother house <laughs> we're not spying on you <laughs> but like you know, if we're going to be home and you're, you're going to be alone with our kids, we will have the ability to look at you. Yeah. And that's like, I don't know, seems cra- weird. Yeah. Or like, like if you told me that 15 years ago, I'd be like, what? These people are insane, yeah. you would think. Did right? it, I did that for 70 bucks. That's nothing. <laughs> yeah, right? That is nothing. Outfitted my house to like be, you know, panic room. <laughs> right. For 70 and so I, I feel like with these comic books which always happens it's like it is a little bit of the actual day and age that we live in yeah i love loved the way they reference the pandemic here yeah there's they don't have the masks that just is like it is a thing that happened and it's like i wanted to see comic books do this we've been in this motherfucking doldrums of the pandemic forever uh-huh. yeah everybody's aged 10 years 
into and the comic books like this need to just casually reference it yes well uh, the interesting thing is that the cover of the book has our main character unmasked at the center and she's the only pop of color in the entire cover and then everyone around her is masked another thing where i was like are these people all all right anti-mask and they were like here's our hero Uh, not wearing a mask let's go on record if these authors come out as uh, anything, you know, left, right of left, <laughs> then you know, we have no problem throwing them off the cliff. See ya. Good, <laughs> g- goodbye. I have no association with you whatsoever. This is an alt-right book. I don't like it anymore. I'll just go ahead and pre- preordain that. There you go. <laughs> it puts an interesting tinge in your mouth, doesn't it? That, like, if the agenda of this book is to be, like... Uh, trophy culture like, <laughs> right. sucks. Like the whole. Which, by the way, have you heard that new Kid Rock song? Uh, I guess it's not new. The anymore. one, yeah, yeah, the one that came out, yeah, yeah. yeah but Two, even still, it's like when one a month and a half ago or something. I'm like, do sixty year olds picture like children your kids' age just like waking up and walking through their own fucking hall of fame? Like how? How much do normal kids get trophies? Like, not at all. And it's like Kid Rocks. Like, <laughs> it's Come like on. it's like so many people's like like point of like this is why the future is fucked. Totally, is because of trophies for kids. <laughs> and it's like kids don't get trophies that often. Come on, you it, haven't had a kid in like forty years. Like, you don't understand. What having a kid is like, and they're not being like we make lauded no, with trophies. No, we constantly. make no b- beefs about this. If the, so, I'm just gonna say this: Republicans live in a pillow world where their reality is <laughs> is is fucking debased and and not not in touch with the actual world. The fact that they're unedited episode, baby. <laughs> the fact that they're like this is a whole thing. Like, there's a book called New Kid, which is you know comic book adjacent. It's essentially uh-huh. just about a a black kid going through. Uh, school or yeah. whatever in Texas they're calling that critical race theory and they don't want it in there anymore God, yeah. you know if that's not a snowflake what is <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so that's totally. gonna, that's gonna poison your kid's mind so like yeah I don't I mean if, w- that whole like reality of I don't mask I don't vax mm-hmm. like it's weird to me that got politicized, you know. We yeah. used to just say like you're just bad at science. Yeah, right. <laughs> um but you know, to uh two people's points, which I saw one of our mutual friends posted this like wow. about uh getting um vaxxed a bunch and then still getting uh covid, you know, yep. with with omicron. We don't know everything. So I don't know everything. Yep. I'm certainly not a scientist. Right? And it's like you got a vaccine and you still got covid. And you lived through it, fucking congrats. Your vaccine <laughs> worked, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it doesn't mean that you're not going to get it. Uh, <laughs> Some people, Jesus Christ. Um, but uh, I I love a good week like this with comics where it's just is like, it feels like my week where I'm like, everything I read uh-huh. is like going to be fun because it's like, I'm not seeing anything hyped anywhere. Yeah. The most hyped book was the Batman, I guess, Batman 1, 119. Uh-huh. So um, I don't know. This is fun. It's good. Good job, Aftershock. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun to read a good Aftershock book. I agree. 
The written word. Praise for the written word. <laughs> and the truth. Hey, raise a glass to the fucking truth, Hell dude. Hell yeah, the truth, baby. Cheers. Yeah, what is truth anyway? That's the, the write-up for this comic book just constantly said, like, you know, what is truth? We might have we might have just endorsed the next Punisher, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, right now, I love it, and the the next book is a assassin cool. or killer in this city where our star lives, hunting her down specifically, knowing that she's researching the murder of her one time mentor, and someone doesn't like that, and they're trying to take her down. So this is going to quickly escalate. It's probably going to be like bigger than we expected and all these like organizations and, you know, big time is politicians this... are going to be involved and it's going to be very political. And Is this your next Jetsons? Oh, I'm going to be so into it just like I was the uh, Jetsons DC run. Right. Where we had to figure out what painting. Uh... Oh, that was really funny. <laughs> the painting was so bad. That so they innocuous. Were that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, cool. We've also been just doing one book, which you maybe have noticed as an audience. Yeah, and, normally we do two. Uh, I kind of like it. I think it's kind of rad to just like dive in deep on one thing. Yeah, we'll so, see. I but, guess let us know. What yeah, you that's think. what I'm saying. Let us know if you hate it. If we need to go back to two. If you're not getting your full Big Mac because we pulled out a patty. Yeah, I think that's how big a Big Mac is. That's uh, no, two patties. Yeah, two patties. Okay. Yeah, so you just get one patty in the Big Mac, gotcha. and, you, and that's pissing you off. You let us know. Straight on Twitter, Greg will take care of you. Mm-hmm. He'll let you know what's up on uh, on the big twit dog or uh, Instagram, any of those things. Great. I'm ready to wrap it up and head to the Patreon. Yeah, what that was you? my natural end. That was like my shout out to the socials. Okay, great. <laughs> so, me too, dude. Oh, yeah, very natural. Okay, great. <laughs> now we're ending in a fight now. Okay, bye, I guess. Bye. First Issue Club is brought to you by Boulevard Brewing Company via Space Camper Cosmic IPA. Our music is courtesy of the fine folks at Primary Color Music. You can find, friend, and follow us on social media at First Issue Club or firstissueclub.com. You can support First Issue Club by joining us on our Patreon for additional content at patreon.com slash firstissueclub.